You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world. The Stay Woke Podcast. Right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. Of course, you know, you got your boy, host, D-Ray Brinson. And then we got your co-host, producer, or slash producer, I should say. You know, William West. Get thank it? you. Thank you for having me. I'm here with my Capri Sun. Thank you for my Capri Sun right here. Bottle <laughs> service on deck. Yeah. And we also got F and Maddie coming in on the Stay Woke podcast. It's Capri Suns and Pinot Noir all night. <laughs> so uh, thank you again for coming and rocking with us and checking out our other podcasts. If you haven't, listen, subscribe, like. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Podomatic, as well as Stitcher. Today's podcast, or today's episode, is going to be covering J. Cole's new album, For Your Eyes Only, uh, which was released today, which is December 9th. Prior to recording this podcast, we listened to the album a couple of times here, having uh, a J. Cole listening party, in essence. Um, So, let's start off. What's your first impressions on it? First impressions off the gate, it's a whole new vibe and a whole new feel for J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Meaning that I was hoping for something that was the same as his, like a combination of his old last albums. Um, his last album in particular, Forest Hill Drive. That yeah. I love that album. It's a great album. That shit brought it back for me. Like I love that album. That album is top of the line right there. Um, but still, overall, a great classic J. Cole album. And then we can we can break down each track if you want to, but overall, I was expecting something else, but still got something that's new and high quality. J. Cole, J. Cole quality. Okay, yeah. Well, let's let's just give our first impressions, and then we'll get more detail going through probably track through track and breaking it down a little bit deeper. So, uh, F and Maddie, what was your just your first impressions overall when you first heard the album? Um. Well, let me say we were watching that Ab So um, interview earlier. Um, on, was it the Breakfast Club, right? Um, is what he said. Um, you, these artists, you know, the true artists, you know, we, they try to challenge themselves, and that's 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 you know, coming with a different approach, a different perspective, a different sound, whatever. You know, um, that's that's what challenging yourself is. You know, um, some artists. You know, they're comfortable with, you know, staying in their lane and, you know, this is what worked last time. So I'm going to keep going with the same type of, you know, type of direction. But, you know, the the real the real true artists, you know, I, I feel as though the ones that are forever evolving, um, they never go back to the drawing board. They always push forward. And that's, I think, what J. Cole did right here. It's like a lot of maturity, like just, you know, just shit has gone down in his life you know what i'm saying like you can just tell and um inside and outside of you know his 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 world you know what i'm saying like yeah that's what i got from it okay i feel that um i what i what i what i took from it on my initial impressions because i heard it uh last night when it dropped on the east coast i i instantly went through it one time um some people might have saw it on facebook live um my first impression was that it's very intimate. It's a very intimate and personal album where 2004 or 2014 Forest Hill Drive felt personal, but it felt personal, but in a, a more 
like associate level. Like you're you're friendly, but it's not like this feels like like we family now. Like like he really let us in and, and, and more really, detail. Yeah, more detail into his life versus more uh, more personal. More like like wet dreams is a personal kind of story of you know virginity loss, but it can be also more generalized of just that emotion that everybody feels. Where this feels very like personal like this is not just a story that we can all relate to but his story of how he's feeling um that's just that was my first impressions of it um i want to go and and let's go through track to track real quick um um of of what what we think um let's start with of course the 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 first track for whom the bell tolls um i thought that was the, the the production on there was is 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 fire. First of all, um, it hits you hard early um, with the, with the tone of of the album, um, and it, that 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 same tone carried out throughout. Even though the production is is very diverse, but that tone is consistent to me. Yeah, it is. You can tell that it's consistent. Uh, different sounds, different vibes, uh, d- different melodies, but it has that tone. Uh, that is consistent throughout the from beginning to end for sure. Um, so what did, what did you think about the first track for whom the bell sold? Just uh just not you ain't got to go into details about the lyrics or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but just the, the the vibe that you got off it from the start. It it's it's we 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 talked about it on the uh, about Drake and the Views album, right? How it kind of like there's a there's a tone that it sets, and maybe you'd not want to go with that first track on how he how Drake. Pick that first track mm. to set the tone. It was kind of weak. It wasn't like it was just moody, whatever it may be. Uh huh. Are you talking about um, the first um, track? Nine on views. Whatever the first track. The first track was nine. Oh, I, oh okay. That's your. Uh, oh, I kind of like that track, but okay. okay. Never mind. What? Fuck your perspective right now. Okay, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. All right. <laughs> I mean, Fuck. I like this first track on J Cole's album though. Yeah. No, but what I'm trying to get to mm. is that. On the Drake album, on the on the J Cole album, it's the right tone. It's the mm, right track. Okay, I get. I get you. You're saying that using that as the juxtaposition between the two. I yeah, you. like it, it's the right way to to begin a track, be, begin an album. No, to, and actually, to, no. To hook the, me in. And the first track is not nine. It's uh, keep the family close. Yeah, it's it's a lot more moodier than nine. I mean, we talking about the first track, or we talking about the intro? Like, like what what are we really talking about? I the, thought nine to me is the first track. Keep the family close. I'm I mean, talking about I, track I never, one. I'm, tra- I'm talking about. I never be- considered that a, a, a track. Actually, track that's like okay. the intro to me. Okay. That's why it, it missed you. That's okay. the reason okay. why it missed you. Okay. Because it's trash. No, just kidding. Because <laughs> it actually is a track. It's not a. Yeah, yeah. It's not an intro. Yeah, it's, it's not, not an interlude. Intro. It's a track. But, um, I like well, how this is. I like how his first track, <clears throat> and we're talking about the J Cole album, the new J Cole album. Uh, I like how the first track is a mixture of. An intro and a track, just because I asked you, is this an intro? Are we going through any skits, or is it just straight tracks? And it's straight tracks. It's ten tracks, straight songs. Yeah. So I, I like that. I mean, it's good. It, it was it was programmed. I'm all about programming, and is programmed correctly from one to ten. What did you think about the first track, Matt? For who, for whom the bells tolls? Um, like you know, just to piggyback, it kind of set the tone for uh, you know how the album was going to go. Um, and, you know, you look track for track, it kind of like, it was all tailored, you know, like, you know, 
it's based off the first, you know, the first track of the of the album. You know, what I'm saying it kind of like, like I said, uh, set the tone of what you're what you're gonna hear. You know, um, just the sound in general and and just the the mood and this is this is, this is the mood I'm. This is what the hype that I'm on right now. You know, yeah, I liked it. So since I started the first track, you wanna. FM Matty, you want to start what you thought about Immortal, the second track? Or you want Will to do it? You want to start that one? Go ahead. Uh, just based off of, the, you know, the lyrics and the content, you know, what I'm dealing with personally in my life <laughs> right now, um, I think that track just, it was like right on time. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, yeah, I really felt like you know, just like, you know, personally what I'm going through in my life right now, um, I felt like, you know, he's kind of like talking to me, you know, and that's what good artists do. You know, that's, that's what good artists do. They, they they connect to their listeners, you know, to like, man, like, like are you are you speaking to me? Like, like that's, that's what I felt like, you know what I'm saying, like with, 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 the, with Immortal. See, for me, and, and that's the great thing about music is you take music differently because of what you're feeling, what you're dealing with, and how you're, you're, you're mo- uh, um, whatever emotions you're dealing with at the time. Where for me on Immortals, when I heard it, I heard it as, and, and I took it as the sign of like, real, when he's saying real niggas don't die, of like when you think about like the people in hip hop that are, have passed, but we still talking about them. They're still relevant today. Pot, Biggie, Pun, you know what I'm saying? For me, Prince, like, you know, even Prince is, you know, just very recently. But, like, if you to think about it into, in, in an account like Pac, Nate Dogg, uh, other, in other genres for me, like Marvin Gaye, like, Marvin Gaye's been dead for years and years, you know what I'm saying? And he's still a legend. He's still known. He's still, because he, in essence, he's immortal because of his music. Like, what's going on? Like, I talked to a, a teenager the other day about Marvin Gaye, what's going on, and he was talking about how it helps him get through, like, depression. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Marvin Gaye changing people's lives, and he's been gone. So, like, that that idea of being immortal and that aspect of just, like, your music is always going to carry on. And kind of, like, this is something that J. Cole kind of touched on in Forest, the end of Forest Hills, uh, uh, 2004 Hill Drive. Damn, I can't say this title for some reason. But... And that at the end of that, remember he was like he's just naming out people. And he's like you gonna live forever because you on the track, like you know, like basically that concept of living forever through mere music, because it having that that influence and that that sustainability. Um, so that's what I took from it. That's what I embody in life. Like aside from doing normal shit every day, affecting the, people. The reason why I got into music and I evolved into music is because the exact thing that is that it makes you immortal if i'm dead and gone i can still be googled or somebody has one of my old mixes or an old track or even an old rap track back when i used to rap in high school like it's forever in the history books uh, aside from being you know proud of a project being put out there and being you know putting a, a, another notch under my belt but that's that's the overall goal is to be immortal and 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 and, and J Cole talked about that in his non-album track uh, False Prophets. Mm-hmm. Same same type of thing. Um, the same concept, yeah. Same concept. You know, just just to be on that just that pedestal of, of being respected, 
and and looked looked at for you know what I mean looked up to when it comes to that project when it comes to those vocals when it comes to those bars when it comes to those those quotes I'm always looking for those quotes yeah and for, stick with you yeah and, and for them to forever be in the memory something to talk about every day yeah I mean so like that was a very interesting track to me um Let's move on to the next track, which would be uh, Deja Vu, um, which comes after Immortal. It, it it instantly has that that exchange from uh, Bryson Tiller, um, which also was taken from uh, uh, my boo. Thank you, thank you, Will, for that. You know, DJ Will always gotta gotta, gotta have that. The, that's those, the, that's those the classic. What. Fifth, sixth grade. Exactly, feeling on them booties. <laughs> that was the song, the, the last night of the, the last song of the night. Yeah, that's right. Uh, try, wrap up, get them numbers, boys. That's the, that's the time you do it as on this song. But um, so you have that familiarity, familiarity with that um, that sound. Uh, even though I was, there's kind of a Twitter war with um, the producers of. Bryson Tiller's track and they uh and Deja Vu because apparently this beat was made prior to Exchange. And then Foreign Exchange or Foreign Track rather heard it and somewhat copied it and made Exchange. Um go ahead. So you're saying Braxton Tiller Braxton Tiller, he uh he 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 took this beat but it came but he came out with the came out with it first. Yes. But J. Cole had it tucked. That's what you're saying? According to the producers, but it had nothing to do with the artist. Bryson Taylor had nothing to do with it. It's the producer came like basically these two producers knew Vinny is one of the producers and I think it's uh Boy to One or I forgot. I, I gotta look it up. But anyways, those two producers for J. Cole made the beat foreign track heard it in essence copied it and put it out and gave it to Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller then came out and made exchange. Then we're now getting deja vu, even though it was made and made for Cole prior to exchange being released. It's just, okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Like You know what I'm saying? And so it's really has nothing to do with the artist. So everybody Cole had nothing to do with that shit. Bryson Tiller had nothing that, to do with that shit, and I ain't make none of the beat, so I don't know. But that's what is—that's the word that Bryson according did to tw- Twitter. Bryson did it better. I'm just gonna put that out there. What? Bryson put it out there. Hey, this is the same exact. It is the same. It's, I, I'm really paying attention now. It really is the same shit, huh? Uh, the drum patterns are yeah, different, but it's the same shit though. Like, yeah. I'm like okay. Yeah, but the drum patterns are different, like like Will said. But anyways, beyond that, the thing that I like, like this to me track is is uh, like in the pocket, like groove track. Like I like the way it hits, and I like the feel of it, and it does match the tone of the continued album, and it does have an an interesting message. But of course, we got to break down the lyrics more after we got to hear it a lot more before we it's really break new. down. This is really new. We need time to digest and, and live with it. Let it sit with us. But it has a good feel and it has a good vibe that I, I can rock with. Um, 
Especially, definitely, I can, I can, I can ride, ride in the whip to this. Oh yeah. So, what, what do you think about deja vu? Deja vu is deja vu. Um, it, it kind of, it, it messes up the vibe because I'm thinking about Bryson Tiller's album, mm. and that's a classic album. So it's a distraction in essence. It's, that, it's, that, it's that, a distraction. Yeah. Uh, and that, that album did go. Yeah, and and now you know it's just kind of repetitive because I play that song out when it was brand new. <laughs> And I still play it to this day, but I like I like I like Bryson's uh, uh, exchange. But getting back to J. Cole, uh, yeah, he killed it. I mean, he did his thing on it. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's whack, um, and, and I'm not hating on it. Um, it just it just messes with me because you know it's it's something that's already been done, and then it's being done again. So that feel or that I'm trying to connect to it without having Bryson's version in my head, and it's tough, but. Tip my hat to him. Hey, but, but riddle me this: If this came out first, which one would you like? That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, Cole first. Which so whichever one came out first, you you was gonna like? No, first, it, you was gonna it, like more. No, it it would be it would be because it's J Cole brought it out first, yeah. not just because it was uh, heard first. Okay, okay, it was heard first, but he did bring it out. J Cole did bring it out first. That's what we're trying to. Well, he made it. He he. He made the beat, or his producer made the beat. His producer yeah. made. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from because it, the same thing with the bright. When I first heard, it, I was like, "Ooh, exchange!" Like, because I I do sit with that album. I like I like that album um, from Bison Till. I think it's a really good album. I think it's well done. Um, so it does sit with you. But the for me, the, the fact that the drum pattern is slightly different. It gives it a, a slightly different feel, like Bryson Tiller's drum pattern and the way that he's that he's singing over it um, makes it feel more sexual. Where uh, Deja Vu in this one feels a little bit more gritty, um, but still smooth, um, even though that's kind of contradicting each other. But it still has that 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 quality for me, and so that's why. I can, I guess, compartmentalize it and separate it between the two. Um, but let's get to Ville Mentality. Uh, Ville Mentality, to me, it has a, a, a very country country vibe to, like, a, not a, not a not a country vibe to, but a, a southern a southern quality. I should say that's a that's a better better way to put it. Um, that that I guess to me, you can feel the the North Carolina. Um, uh, his roots, uh, as well as to me, I took it as like being stuck in the box, being like stuck in the box of like having having uh, those 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 impressions of like these are the walls you can only escape from because of your environment, your conditions, your surroundings, your um, just just ability to a certain extent, but. And it reminds me also of the in the part in the documentary that was on title um, where they're talking about the different styles of music. And he goes, that's whack that like everything has has a name. You know what I'm saying? Like everything for for music basically can be defined in a term and like you're kind of stuck in that box. And that's what like that this this song kind of reminded me of, of that that scene in that, that documentary of being stuck in a box and being stuck in that hood mentality or uh impoverished mentality and that you can't grow beyond that. Uh what did you what did y'all take away from it? Ditto. 
<laughs> the album is fresh. I haven't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, I haven't, the album's real fresh. I can't, you know. We haven't shit. digested it yet. Yeah, exactly. For, we haven't you taken know. it in. It, it's brand new, like, how many starting times right you now. Know, how many times you listen to it? Like 10 times. No, like, really, like, five or six. Like, I listen <laughs> to it, like, two times before y'all, and two or three times before y'all, and then we listen to it now. A couple of times, but I mean, like I still haven't digested. I haven't sit with it and really broken down the lyrics. Um, but the next track that is uh, that we'll probably go through quickly because it is going to take some time to di- digest is "She's Mine" Part One, which is about, um, from my understanding, is about his wife. Uh, and so, like, the things that stuck out to me is there's a part in the this track where. He talks about how good his wife uh, is with fellatio. And I just thought it was so honest. And maybe too honest. Like, I don't know if I would <laughs> say that about so about my wife. But, I mean, he has the boldness and the, 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 the willingness to say it. Um, and to just, like, the fact that he's, like, putting it, kind of like bearing his soul. How much he loves her and cares about her, I thought was endearing, and 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 we should all try to get to that point and be comfortable enough to to be able to do that. Um, so I just that's what I took from it. What you say about that that track? I, it was probably a slower track for you. That just the title, you know, it was pretty intimate. So wasn't really too surprised with uh you know coming especially coming from J Cole, you know the you know him getting real deep into details and things like that you know he's the, he did that on his last album he did that on his last album you know he did it on the album before that so i mean I don't, I don't think you know that wasn't really a shock to me um but yeah it's just real intimate you know i didn't catch all that actually like i didn't oh i didn't even know he was talking about fellatio i didn't talk about his girl he doesn't talk about the whole song. He just has a line where he says, "Yeah, I mean, he mentioned." It. Yeah, he he mentioned it, but I missed it. But like the whole the whole track is about his wife, like and how much he loves her, how much he cares about her, and how much like she understands him, and like that he's falling in love, basically. Like like he says, and he really understands it. Like this is that's that's why he knows it's love because he really understands that it is love, and it's not. It's it's about the other things besides just the sex. About you know that. And let's take moments. it. Let's take it back because J Cole is known to be a real, real private person. That's what I mean. That's why I said it was Honest, so. It's just out of nowhere. Like why now? Like my in my head, I'm like why now? But if you go back into all of his all of his tracks, he keeps all of that type of stuff taboo. Like he doesn't talk about it. Um, he keeps it in the cuts. He's talking about other stuff. Like he is is just. His his uh, mentality when it comes to like personal stuff and family and and relationship. If somebody asks him in a, in a, in a in a in an interview if he's in a relationship, he curves it or he just says no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's 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 an, it's just, like I said, like it's it's a new J Cole, it's a new vibe where it's it's totally different. It's, it, it's the right hand where we're getting this side of him and he's talking about it and he's opening up. But the one the one thing I do want to piggyback off of that is. Even though he is giving you information about his personal life, he's also still keeping himself somewhat guarded because we're not knowing, we're not seeing her, we're not seeing pictures of them, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. talking about it and he's letting us into his world, but he's also keeping you at, you know, he's kind of giving us, us a stiff arm as well because, like, 
put, at a put, certain distance. Yeah, put put him in comparison to like Kim and Kanye. Like we see them, like we know everything about, and the same thing everything. with Jay Z and Beyonce. Like we know, we know a lot about them, but we like, you know, but we still don't know. Like to me, he's taking more of that Jay Z approach. Like I'm gonna let you in because people do need to relate to you and understand your your life and your struggles if you're gonna talk about it, but. I'm going to keep you to a distance to a certain degree because I do need my privacy. Having that balance. We all do. We all do. He's a teacher. To me, he's a teacher. Go ahead. Yeah, just like uh, just like what you guys said pretty much. Um, taking the, the Jay-Z approach kind of, you know. Jay-Z ain't never been on Cribs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, And that's like, that means something. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty intimate. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want everybody knowing everything that you, that's, you know, knowing your, your 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 whole lifestyle and how you live and everything like that. So that's what J. Cole take. You know, that's what he that's that's what approach he takes. Um and especially him like just in general how he drops his albums. Just like just like, you know, it's out there. No promotion, no nothing. That that's just a bold, you know <laughs> take it. And so like after that one, it goes to uh change. And change to me has like one of the most infectious beats of the whole album. It's just that that it just uh you get like a euphoric feeling you know like it just it's it's uplifting in 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 the 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 feeling of the production not necessarily what he's saying because he does say some real shit in there and it is there is a, a message and it is deeper than than just the surface level stuff of um of you know just putting in work and making things change within yourself he goes into more details about that and how you do that in in ways and examples um in essence the 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 kind of way that i i interpreted that track was um if you ever read the book 48 laws of power where the way that they got it like laid out is where they tell you what the the law is and then they give you an example he's kind of doing that on this track to me is like telling you like you know the changes in the inside and the chorus but then within the verses he's going into the examples of how you do that and how if you don't do it it doesn't work just what the chorus is, um, change comes from inside. That's you know that's pretty much all it is. Uh, you don't have to just talk about how it, you interpret it, but just the sound and the feel of the this track. <clears throat> that's what the fuck I wanted to say. Who, who are you trying to come in here and regulate on what I want to say? That's what I wanted to say about the track. Is that okay? <laughs> we'll leave it at that. The man has spoken. Um, what do you what did you think about change? Well, it, it is the first one. It is the first track that catches my my vibe. What I want to hear from uh, J Cole. We all have our ears, and uh, and, and we're tuned in to certain frequencies and tones. This is the song out of all the tracks out of the whole album that speaks to me, and I'm I'm actually listening to it from the get go, from the first from the first uh, second of it. Um, it's got that bounce. It's got that. It's got that hip hop, R and B slash real storytelling hip-hop feel to it um is right now it's my favorite track out of the whole album so that's just it's the first one that just spoke to me and i'm I'm riding with it and that's definitely one that you can just play back and you know you can keep pressing rewind on this one for sure yeah it's the one that's 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 how i felt when i first heard it as well um it just like you said it has that feel it just has that like you said that nostalgic but new feel 
um, that just gives you the 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 essence of hip hop um, for me. Um, the next track is Neighbors. Uh, I really like Neighbors as well. Um, the beat is a uh, is trappish, uh, hard. Definitely can ride in the whip to it. Um, and I just like how it was playing off the idea of stereotypes of, of, and like I said, it also brought me for this out or this track brought me to the, that scene in the documentary when they're describing, um, that, that the kid that ate the, the people's face in Florida, the couple, and how he was saying he would wish that everybody would fear on the side that they did about that guy of like, you know, he's just messed up, like, Instead of thinking negatively, the negative stereotype or the negative connotation about somebody or about something or a scenario, try to have a positive like view on it. Like in this track when he says the neighbors think I'm selling dope, like they think is the key in that, in, in that sentence to me is because they're not. It's just that idea that, you know, black people or people of color or people in the hood or people... Um, in poor situations are doing some some wrong and that's not always the case uh, but i did like the track though it's uh it's like a it's like a um you guys uh, you know the the labeling theory um it's pretty much um you know i guess the neighbors think i'm selling dope you know what i'm saying even though i'm this less kind of like and this is true shit for you know for all kind of like 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 uh you know juveniles like I mean like like uh, teenagers and stuff around the country you know it's, um around the world if if like if you think I'm doing something and you're blaming me for this and you're blaming me for that and you're looking at me in a certain type of way and and, and you know depicting me at, you know a certain type of as a certain type of person you know I might as well start doing it you know what I'm saying like it's um. It's a pretty deep track, you know. You look at it, you know. It's like the neighbors think I'm selling dope, but really I'm not. You know, I'm just. I usually might be out here outside just chilling with his homies, or just like this is what you said. You know, what you said. Um, um, what's his name? Like, yeah, why isn't he on the same level as his neighbors? Yeah, you know something like that. Like, it's, it's, why it's, can't he just be seen as the neighbor? Yeah, it's just. Um, like seeing somebody like in in a light that you know it's it's a stereotype pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying like 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 the labeling theory that that's a real that's, that's I like, like how the track was put together for yeah, sure to, yeah. to 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 depict that for sure and then uh, that track track is followed up by a uh, folding folding clothes which <laughs> to me like, has like a a David Ruffin like like just like a a swag like I got this kind of was like man but like like a somewhat of a 70s vibe like where like you just jumped out yo in your fly ass suit nigga like you feeling good like oh like you can't touch me like that type of feel to it um that's just the the way that he sings it kind of rides over the track is that kind of like 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 I said like to me like a David Ruffin like if David Ruffin was a rapper yeah just that confidence. Kind of what like uh, Bruno Mars is hopping on to right now. Yeah. That vibe. That yeah. that that player shit. Yeah. That hop out your Cadillac, top uh, yeah, down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Showing the taco meat. <laughs> Showing the taco meat. Silk shirts. <laughs> loafers. We don't rock sneakers. We rock loafers. No socks. <laughs> Boat shoes. And a pimp cane. 
Man, yeah, it's it's a good track. Yeah, I like it. It's a good track. And then and then uh, as we were uh, listening to it, you know, I'm, I'm throwing jokes as I usually do, and I'm like, damn, man, like with this with this track, I'm gonna go fold my my my, my <laughs> I'm gonna go do my laundry, and and, and 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 groove out though. And and that's gonna be my line. That's gonna be my pickup line when I hit on a girl. Mm. You trying to fold some laundry? I'm, I'm fold, fold, fold some clothes? Like, I, I'll do your laundry. Is <laughs> <laughs> that pimp talk? <laughs> Play a will on me. <laughs> Man. Oh, shit. I'll do uh, your laundry for you, girl. I cook good, too. Uh, but that it is is a smooth track, and it's it it, it gives it gives another dynamic to the album. Um, um, like 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 um, change change some of the dynamic. Like folding, folding clothes also has that changing of dynamics as well, um, and then it kind of sets the scene for the next track, which is uh, "She's Mine" part two, and that again gets real again intimate, and it shows uh, J Cole's vulnerability because um, "She's Mine" part two is about his daughter um, that he just recently had, um, so again it, it it builds on that, and to me that beat. Um, like he uses her laughter and her talk and and her making noises um as part of the a layer in the production and that immediately reminded me of the prince song sex in the summer which is off of his emancipation album where he used uh the heartbeat from the ultrasound of his his first child that i later found out was lost um I, under what circumstances i'm not quite sure um but that just that idea of of incorporating your family life and so deeply and so intimately into the, not just as, you know, having a speaking part, but as a, a, a deep layer into the production, like interwoven into the production, which like to me is on a deeper significant level of interweaving it into your life. Because as we know with these artists, music is their life. They dedicate, they devote their, their lives to this music and to interweave her into it, just like he did with his wife. Yep. hundred percent. Um, um, speaks to the volume of of how uh, how in touch he is with his relationship with them both, and how, like I said, the vulnerability he's willing to share with us, but again, still keep us at a distance. Because as far as I know, nobody knows this the the, the kid's name. Nobody's ever seen any pictures, like I said. So there's still that that distance that he keeps with it. Um, that just again, my my thoughts on it. Nothing else more to say about it. Not on my end. And so we'll end it with the last track, which is For Your Eyes Only, which is a a, a pretty long track. How, can you see how long that track is? 8.45. Eight forty. So it is a long track, but again, uh, it, to me it doesn't feel as long as, as, as it is. Uh, let me let y'all tell me what y'all thought about the last track. Go ahead, F and Maddie, what you think? It's a good, it's a good uh, send off uh, for you know. It's a pretty balanced album. Um, didn't really have you know just putting the album in, in perspective and you know as a summary. Didn't really have a, too many hype album, hype tracks. Um, it's real more lyrical, and intimate. But yeah, this this song like I, I guess like the. It keeps the whole like from you know like from start to finish. It keeps the whole the whole mood and just puts everything in in perspective. Perspective. It's a it's a nice send off. After listening to all these tracks right now, 
it's it's not a strong album. And you and, and you and you just said the key thing for me. Um well so far again it's brand new. Mm. 20 uh what was it? Uh Forest Hill Drive grew on me for a little bit. Uh To Pimp a Butterfly grew up grew on me. Like I had to listen to it f- a few more times to really say, you know what, this is actually pretty dope. Mm. Um, and I get that, and, and right now it's still premature. Like because there's a like, lot of people on the internet, they were saying like this album was trash. Like some people said Jayco was trash based off this album. <laughs> but but to 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 get to my point here is, um, Maddie said it correctly, man. Like, he just said it right now. Uh, there's not a lot of hype tracks that you can say like, "Ooh, that's the one right there." On two, on on Forest Hill Drive, the whole album it stands out because everything goes together. But I'm already seeing this early on though, because I can see that I can I can really say that I can see this really early on that the whole album isn't consistent um, as far as capturing capturing my my uh, my ear, my emotion, and getting me overall hyped. It, again, it is a different vibe. If you want to be hyped, if you want to be hyped by lyrics, if you want to be hyped out by the beat, tone, loudness, whatever it may be, uh, this, say, this is not the track. Uh, this is not the album. This is not the album to do that for you. And I'm seeing it early where it's more of a listening album. It's more of a, if you got it in your headphones, you're going through your feels, uh, you're going through some things in life, you're listening to it, and you really do capture it. And I, I, I love it for that, though. I love it for that fact. Um, it has, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things where there's a time and place for everything. And this album has a time and place where if you really want to kind of pay attention, sit in your room, and fully listen to an album, or cruise in your car for no reason, and put an album on, this is the one. Um, and just, um, you know... Like you said, like this is this is grown grown up rap music. You know what I'm saying? That's like grown man. No rap dabbing. Music. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? We're like, not dabbing. Yeah, it's like what what J. Cole's done with his last two projects, Kendrick Lamar, um, Chance the Rapper, um, um, who else? Give me give me somebody else that's you know what I'm saying, that's in that you know Vince Staples. Vince Staples with with, with these kind of like these kind of like the, the, the yeah, I was about to say Charles Gambino, Gambino as well. Yep, on his latest this one. is grown man shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and, it, and it's like a huge. It's a huge. I'm, you know, it's a huge. Even Drake, even his album, he's got a lot of hype, hype tracks and all that. But when he's doing, you know, controller, listen to the dude's lyrics. Like, it's that's a dope ass song. But listen to what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Listen to what, listen to the lyrical part. You know what I'm saying? Well, but like, what, what, what these dudes are doing? This is, this is like. It's like yeah, it's like grown man rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like like, listen to it. You know what I'm saying? They they you you can learn something. Um, they 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 got the message. You know they they um, message. Yeah, they got the message. You know they 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 they're carrying the torch. You know what what you know with Jigga Nas and 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 three, uh, three stacks. Um, you know tribe. You know what I'm saying? What all the all those dudes were were doing. You know what I'm saying? Like like just that that just. Real grown man shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and yeah, you and you can't evolve unless you go, unless you go through some shit and experience different things. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that, that's that's what I think. Like in general, what, what's going on right now? Yeah, awesomely said. 
I, I just want to I just want to touch on real quick the last track for me for your eyes only is it is a it's a more somber track, but it it's more to me it speaks to like I tweeted that Nas and Rakim would would be proud of this track just because the the storytelling that's involved the storytelling that's involved in this I I can I can I just feel like. It's top notch. It's, it's very well done. Um, I do want to touch on what you guys were talking about. Is you're right. It doesn't. I didn't notice it until you, just like you will, until he brought it up that there is no really hype tracks. And if if you think about it, this album is really about is a, is a lot about life and death. Um, just just in the content, it's about life de- life and death and love. Those three concepts to me is. For whom the bell sold, it's basically that's that's in essence like what you do at a funeral. Um, Immortals about surpassing death, living past the you know forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She's mine. Part one and part two is about love. Folding clothes is about the love that the, uh, of of just doing things normal life, the life of just the normal shit that we take for granted, like being able to fold clothes because. You're fortunate enough, one, to have clothes, and two, fortunate enough to just to have the time and be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Just the ability to actually do it. Like, we're fortunate. Um, and he does have a lot of references to um, uh, this person named James McMillan Jr. I don't know if it's a real person or not, but that's that's something that I caught. But so to me, like when you when you're talking about the the dichotomy of life and death, and you're you're, you're approaching it from the more Grown up, realistic perspective, it's hard to have and fit hype tracks into that concept. So, like, I get what you're saying, and that's why I get when people say it's, they're not going to be able to ride with it, they're not going to be able to fuck with it because it doesn't fit into that that area. But, like you said, if you take it for the the concept of what he's trying to accomplish and the tone, like he, like we said, the first song from that point, that tone is set, and it doesn't change, um, which. Not everybody can do that, and exactly. not and and if I go back in time, with different albums that have been out, no one has done that. Like it's it's always like kind of a, a back and forth. It's kind of a mm-hmm. you set the tone, but at the same time, you know what? It's a it, I gotta get my money on or whatever it may be. Exactly. Pressure from the from the record labels. I gotta have that hype track. I gotta have that radio track. And then we come back to the tone, and then we get out of it, and then we come back to it. So this is consistent. And, and that on how me, it's created. And that brought me back. I again. respect it. Exactly. And that brought me back to what he was saying in the documentary about about this album being he's going to say the real shit he wants to say. Like, this is what he wanted to say. And we, de- I definitely felt that is like. There's nothing. Basically, there's nothing about this story, this concept of this album that he wanted to say that he didn't get to say and didn't get to release. Like, this is the album that he wanted to release. And I really enjoy it. I really enjoyed it off the off top, um, but I tend to be a more like I tend to be more darker, and in, in in the 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 concept and the tones of the music I tend to like. Um, that's just me. Like that's why I have a harder time getting into Future and the Ray Shermer, like because that's I'm more laid back in the cut kind of than height, so. Like, again, I think that also applies to my introvert, like being in your head. This album is for those that are in their head because there's so much to take in. 
um, just sonically as well as his lyrical components um, into it, as well as the storytelling. Um, so the introverts out there, this is an album that I think you really enjoy because there's a lot to think about. And just know what it is. Just know yeah. what it is when it come when you from the first moment you press play just know what it is and and really pay attention to it yeah. it's a pay attention album like you just sit down shut up and, and listen yeah so um that's that's our first impressions of the album is there anything else you want to say uh about it before i wrap it up f and maddie no nah, other than uh j cole we won't hear from him for a couple more years because he could just ride this wave <laughs> just like he did last time he's what good at you? doing that he's good at doing that he did talk about possibly retiring in that yeah. major keys. Uh, Nas has been doing that for a long time. <laughs> so, 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 on the major keys album with the Jermaine's interlude, yeah, that's the preview to this album. Like it sounds just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like oh shit. You know what I'm saying? He did come and go back and, and and listen to that track, and you're like, damn, this is now. Now I'm, when I was I listened to the whole track, I, the whole album, I was like, damn. Um, it's just the, me, this is like a preview. It's the vibe that he's in. Yeah, that he I got has a preview earlier, to, you know, earlier in the year. You know, what I'm saying off, off from this album. So yeah, and that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, anything else you wanted to say to wrap it up with? Nah, man. Um, that's it. And that I love Capri Suns. So I just want to say <laughs> uh, again, we're all going to listen to the album, continue to listen to it, and let it grow on us. And our opinions about this might change. I am going to write a review. I, I I plan to get it out as as soon as I can. I'm back to writing the reviews. Um, so I plan to do one on this one because I, I definitely think I'm going to have a lot to, lot to write about, um, especially the more I grow with it, um, based on just the introspection that I'm getting from it. Uh, I do want to say uh, thank you to all the listeners out there. Please check our Patreon page. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Stay Woke Podcast. And uh, that's to, uh, you know, help support us. We also have an Indigo Go Go page. Um, and you can find us with that Stay Woke Podcast as well as like us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And, of course, you know our motto, live, listen to some great music, and above all, love more.